0: So, the teachings are very good at getting you the roots of experience, causal roots, and there's a, it all kind of comes down to some very simple nuggets, you know, ill will, craving, greed, often quite strikingly strong terms, you know, passion, lust, like that, you know, passion, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, Malice, ill will, cruelty, In intense language. As uh, the Buddha is sensing these resonances that rest often at a latent level, They're called latent tendencies, like right? underlying currents that don't necessarily flare up all the time but remain as latencies and then suddenly arise in some form or another we've all I'm sure been uh, shocked at the brutality that human beings can do to each other ordinary people husbands, wives, kids due to other nationalities or you do to each other civil wars, genocides random genocide, you know, hacking people with neighbours to death with machetes. Human beings. Potency. So really uh, you know, retreat time, we're really looking into these some of these root proclivities, hanutsayah uh, latent tendencies arise, we've got a chance to clean you know? and it's like when you're doing these colonic cleaning things, colonic, you know, you clean out your colon and yeah, I'm feeling pretty okay, you know feeling too bad but do uh, this colonic irrigation, and they say, well, you need a good drink you know, this ghastly concoction, you know, desiccated, dehydrated toes vomit or something, or essence of stinkwort. You this terrible stuff and not eat anything nice for a week or so. Um, you don't eat, you don't eat, you don't eat, you think I should have finished, and stuff's still coming out of your body. It's getting <laughs> not really pleasant at all. This is compacted matter, stuff lodged in the Pockets of the intestines they are now coming out. Especially uh, this grunge comes out black and dark and God, that's in there. Yeah. <laughs> and then you clean. And then maybe the first time you get some food, you I remember one of these things you just get a like a small bowl of white rice. White rice? This is the The tastes and then you know what food is. If it is energy rising, the body rises. Energy at all. This is what food is. It's not just shove a peanut butter sandwich in your face or it's this rising of energy. You really know what it is. What it is, because you cleaned. So the cleaning process is not very pleasant at all. Stuff he didn't realise was in there <laughs> comes out <laughs> okay. I call this latent tendencies. What a note say. There's a sutta when the Buddha talks about um, when he was still a uh, aspiring bodhisattva, bodhisattva. Saying, well I noticed, you know, my inclinations, where my mind worked, uh, certain inclinations, thoughts that tended towards uh, sensuality, karma. Feeding on sense data, gobbling them up. Now really Buddha? I mean he's not exactly he's you know gorging himself on food, he's living a very living at the root of a tree so you notice the inclination towards absorbing sensitive either in himself or perhaps he was noticing in others or noticing in the human predicament there is this experience where we want to be filled and that uh, floods us and being pointed out you follow this, it doesn't lead to goodwill it doesn't to, it to anguish Insatiable. Mm. Seeing this, seeing the pain of it, I relinquished it. doesn't lead to nibbana. Wherever that. Where ending, cooling, release. Really? doesn't mean there. I relinquish it. I noticed another inclination towards um, called bhyaapada ill will, grudge, malice. Mm. doesn't lead to my welfare, other people's welfare, anybody's welfare, doesn't mean to nibbana. Realising the anguish and pain of this, I relinquished it. another one, Vihingsaka, translated as cruelty, cruelty, that? Do you know? cruelty. Doesn't mean to my welfare. Other people's welfare, neither. No, doesn't lead to nibbana, I relinquished it. No notice of thoughts, inclinations, thoughts, renunciation. And then towards the non-pyapada and non-wingsaka, non-cruelty. It doesn't actually say kindness and compassion. That's often referred, but says the non which I think is significant, the release of, cleaning out of those spaces. So, certain things to I present. First of all, how renunciation of problems of sensuality becomes first. And we're talking about meditating. Summoner living in a forest. And he's not exactly partying, but he's still noticing either sights or sounds or memories or perhaps just the human predicament and how this leads to anguish. And noticing the possibility just of uh, renouncing, letting it pass. And this is the first strange enough I think because if we contemplate it we might begin to understand the outreach of sensuality is to get away from discomfort of the other qualities discomfort is something to comfort us and that's certainly what renunciation does it takes away your comfort stuff, and then you're left in, uh, yeah. you know, whatever's there, which can be the experience of being hurt, and the pushback that comes with that, the blaming, the indictment, I'll get even, I'll wish you get out of my life. She can drop it dead. That's fine. You know, that doesn't do anything. We just that sense, like, if you drop dead tomorrow, that would be really fine with <laughs> me. You know, I would not. That'd be okay. Wow. You know, just that tendency that just. You know, I can't even look at her without that feeling. She heard me. The upper down. When the comfort zones are gone, the padding's gone, then we is something perhaps more raw. The other one cruelty. What is that for? Cruel? Hmm? Torturing animals? What's he doing? I'd like to just float another eye possibility for you that uh, it's something I'm sure we all experience the withdrawal of love you don't count it doesn't matter to me what you feel That's your business the withdrawal of empathy do mm-hmm. with yourself that no. quality Mild and sometimes extremely painful when... Divorce, you know? Suddenly it's cold. Guts... your guts start to shake. Death. Ending of empathy. Lesser incidents, you know? How do people be so brutal towards each other? Very uniform. Very uniform. Works every time. Now, I'm not a human being, I'm a representative of the state, and this is what has to be done. Whatever you feel, it's not my concern. That's how it begins. An example. I'm not saying. I'm just using that as a crude example. That perception. That perception arises. This person's not there for you, you know. Doing your job, doing his job. That's it. What you feel. Up to you. You Withdrawal. You feel that. Oh God. On my own. Left out. Lost ground taken away, and we've all surely uh, going to the stories, you know, noticed that, you know, noticed it, but it's history, isn't it, servants of the state doing their job, shooting other people, locking them up, torturing them. Because the empathy has been cut off You are another How bad? What could happen when that happens? What can't happen? And how that's probably the most grateful experience we can have So, you know, touching some of these resonances but uh, I'm sorry to mention this but uh, this is kind of what happens and I'm not only mentioning it because if you experience this I, sh- I assure you, you're absolutely not alone but maybe in that empathy there's a sense of well oh, this is the human condition this is kind of what happens to people but maybe maybe we linger in that Something else happens. Compassion. Wow. Tenderness happens. you know what love is. It's not fun. It's all about liking things. Now just remember an example comes to mind because of. I've been in Africa recently, so of course there was the famous kind of apartheid thing, and the games and everything like that. The servants of the state, beat people, shoot people, um, you yeah. know. And one of these fellows, Eugene De Kock, was a f- famous um, agent. This was kind of like a secret commando force. They, were, they had a special hit squad. They. Target African nationalist loyalists and they shoot them. And usually uh, every morning he'd uh, be at home, kids, wife, kids, just going off to work. His briefcase, go out the door, change his uniform, shoot somebody, <laughs> come home again, have a nice thing Yeah, a bit of a difficult day. Okay. Uh, in and out. <laughs> so anyway, time went by, and of course the whole thing blew up, and he got captured and thrown in jail, chained up, thrown in jail, shackled. And uh, there was a, uh, a woman, a lawyer, female lawyer, a member of the Kosa tribe, who is, she you recognise, obviously black. And of course, these were the foundation of the African Nationalist Congress, the party that Eugenia Cop was shooting. So she was a lawyer. And she just wanted to understand what is it that makes somebody do this? How does it happen? So she goes to ask the visit in prison. So she goes to visit this guy all chained up. Okay, guards let him, but he has to be shackled. He's still in his chain. and sits down at one side of the table. And she sits down. Wants to talk to him. Mm-hmm. How is he? What happens? You know, And uh, talking, he does this a few times. They establish some kind of relationship. she's wriggling And the one time, she's talking to him as he's re- revisiting. Some experience. She said, I'm looking at him and suddenly his whole body starts to shake and quiver uncontrollably as he recounts some of his experiences. And seeing him, his hands and his body shake, she puts her hand out and holds his hand. And she feels the shaking in the body, and she holds his hand. Through. And just open that up. Just imagine it. White hand, black hand. So, it's a wonderful image, here. Yeah? Peace and hand of violence touching each other. The hand of a killer and the hand of a secret peace holding holding each other and the shaking. Didn't do that with the guards. Did that when the hand of peace came along? The hand of non judgment, non cruelty, non blaming came along. That's when the shaking started. When experienced the touch of what I call love. He wasn't in love with him, but just that open, how is it, that touching and allow this tide of his poisons to roll through his body. Now, as I say, it didn't happen with the guards, it didn't happen when he was, um, he was being sentenced. Didn't happen when he was being locked up. There was no release then. It happened when the touch of empathy came. And his kind of body start jerking uncontrollably. This is the, this is the purgative, mm-hmm. if you like. This is the emetic that allows these encrusted toxins to come out. You know? what are the encrusted toxins that every day someone puts on a uniform or kicks up a gun and says in their mind that's the enemy, bang not a human being not a guy with kids that's the other party, bang, dead and you do that and you train your mind to see people like that otherwise you can't do it So every time you do it, you drip the quality of non-empathy or withdrawal of love, drip it, drip it, drip it, till that becomes encrusted. Or you drip the quality of, of forcefulness, brutality, gently or however subtly, drip, 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 drip to become a thick crust of indifference and hardness and brutality and push through and cannonball through life get out of my way You do that to other than you do it to yourself I'm not saying you but people do it themselves beat themselves up relentlessly psychologically hate themselves, beat themselves, blame themselves blame others what's happening? What happens when we meet the piece we don't like? We feel the pain, we feel the frustration, the dislike. What happens? Start blaming somebody quick. Who <laughs> are we going to do it to? Do it to ourselves. Do it to ourselves in the past. Do it to somebody else. It's my sister's fault, it's my brother's, my parents', it's this, that, that. That's ill will. Drip, 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 drip. Build up a crust of it. Get that heavy grudge. Iron line is because of that. Yeah, and then the whole thing seizes up, becomes part of an identity. Breaking through any of that crust. We've all surely been hurt. Surely, let down, mistreated, talked about in some kind ways, laughed at We've all surely had that moment when you're on your own empathy is drawn. What happened? Fear, guilt, inadequacy. Blaming, desperation, distraction, drip, 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 drip. The crust builds up. Mm-hmm. So when we go into the detox, that's what we're working through, mm-hmm. and the body sometimes pangs with it, mm-hmm. and the heart pangs with it, and we find ourselves tearing. Tears come up, or feeling very restless and uncomfortable. The sense of, in this very body, in this body, there is the listener, there is the hand that will hold us, in this very body. Because the body by itself always wants to heal you don't have to have any inclination it always wants to heal itself it always wants to do that so that's it's you know so when you touch the hurt in the body on these energies and, you know, without analyzing, without making self out of it without understanding it without even letting go of it no mental action apart from stay present sense and keep connecting to the bodily presence in that and the touch doesn't happen immediately but a touch of empathy comes through because that's what comes from the body embodiment the energy there is always about growth and regeneration and repairing that's the body's nature and so it starts to resonate that regenerating quality opening, releasing qualities, releasing the toxins does it and that resonance Goes into the heart. And that's kind of how it happens. I would say. Notice um, these are these tendencies. That's obviously a very strong example. But the tendencies, the, the latencies of. What we call ill will. Notice there's two of these qualities there. Only one quality of sensuality. So out of the three, you've got two two thirds of it and some kind of negativity. Isn't that interesting statement the Buddha is making about human predicament? Because we're sensitive and there's a recoil. Pain is very difficult to. Come out of it gets embedded that lingers as anxieties, feelings of inadequacy. Can't make this work. Should be better than I am. Why am I so thick? I'm not. I'm, I can't quite get this. It lingers as these qualities of the put down, of the dismissal, of the non-support. The withdrawal of empathy from the confused being the lost being or the not very well being or the tired being or the the contracted being or the being who suddenly experiences a a flush of grief or the being experiences a flush of uncertainty this is where the body just brings that and holding it and then something marvellous happens you know what love is you know what release is it's not fun it's not romantic but it's it's there it's there Just coming to uh, this retreat, you know, slightly humorously to finish on, perhaps. You know, I'm I'm now seventy. I've been a monk forty-five years or so. Oh no, a touch. <laughs> and I have to operate in a world that's operating at a very different speed than in different ways than when I was 25. And I, it completely confuses me. <laughs> so I always feel this, you know, like, here I'm at, I am, my Adjutsu eminent Dhamma teacher, till I get to the airport, when I'm old guy who doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> what's, what's that? What's this? What's a touch screen? What's a <laughs> what's a barcode? What's that a scanner? What's that? You know, <laughs> and uh, so it was. I got sent me a ticket, which is this kind of railway ticket. You've got little these things. I think they're called barcodes or something. Strange mandala. That you're supposed to place on a screen somewhere magic happens. I can't believe this. I got this piece of paper, I land in the Netherlands. Okay, here I am. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I've got to get through the border. and I put my passport in a thing that door opens. Wow, <laughs> it works. You know. God. Triumph, got through the first anxiety barrier. <laughs> right, the train. Train, gotta remember the details. Go down the stairs. I've got this piece of paper, so I've got people swiping things. So find a post and swipe it on a post somewhere. <laughs> so I'm going around the station swiping this piece of paper. Anything I can swipe it on that doesn't mind being swiped. Look, there's no door to open, it's so a flight of stairs. Okay, go down the stairs. I haven't swiped anything. <laughs> I must be doing something wrong. See, the old man doesn't know what he's doing. So I'm waiting for the train. I was there so early, I think, well, I'll get another train. I'll get these other trains going that direction. So I'm about to get on the train. Is this train going to. I'm uh, about to get on No, no, don't get on this train. Okay. Okay, don't get on the train. <laughs> Clearly, I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm standing around waiting for another train. Uh Uh-oh, here comes another train. Okay, get on this one, yes, get on this one. And the train sits down. Okay, I've still got this piece of paper. I haven't swiped on it. You know, I haven't had a door to swipe it on. And then there's this woman comes down the aisle, she's got a uniform on. Uh Uh-oh. She's got a ray gun in her hand. Uh Uh-oh, here comes the... (laughs) You see what get thrown off the train? (laughs) The feeling of you know, empathy the fear of that then she comes up I think okay, just hold out the paper and close your eyes <laughs> and she gets kind of scared this thing, she's a little smile and nod <sighs> really you know see these waves of anxiety because I've got a piece of paper and a machine and it's not, where's it, There's a person in the universe. where, how, <laughs> <I don't. laughs> you know, in these senses, little residues of the loss of empathy, the loss of human warmth and encouragement, at this stage, because you're in a machine world, which doesn't negotiate, and doesn't care, and you, you, Reflecting on it, and here I am, being a pathetic old man who doesn't know what he's doing, just because of a piece of paper. <laughs> and it's strange, and yet, where do we live? We live in a world of metal boxes, that roll along and kill people. The most dangerous creature on the planet is the car. We live in these things. We live in. With metal boxes. We live with screens that won't negotiate with us. We live with automatic stuff that either opens or closes, lets you in or out, and that's it. We live walking by a hundred people a day who we don't talk to. Closed in my world, she's closed in her world, we get on. We live in a non empathic environment. So, a sense of you know, trip, drip, trip, feeling of closing, like lack of love. So, when you come to these sessions, you know, and I'll be going to do that again, like, closed in my meditation. Okay. Don't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> And this is clearly what this kind of session about, isn't it? <laughs> Thankfully. No, <it's> <laughs> like we can do that or we can say, look. You know, we just sit in a chair and look at each other. And we don't need to know each other's names or anything. We just human being, mm-hmm. body mm-hmm. like this. Energy moving. Openness. Oh. maybe. Baby. I don't have to get anything right I don't have to get anything right There's no failure There's no blame mm-hmm. You, know? you know, I know what love is mm-hmm. and then Cleaning out these wishes of your fears and anxieties which are the subtle tissues of your will so much encouragement for your practice this time thank you for listening Mm -hmm.